PWP Nation, where wrestling discussion lives. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible Podcast, a.k.a. the ABC Pod. Fellas? Holla. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the Offended Podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Quarter Russia wants you to believe in some real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. We're back. Hockey Talks, presented by Offended, presented by PWP Nation. It's your boy, Tricky, alongside Stoutsy and Daniel Claudius. Hello, Hockey Marks. <laughs> we, have a, we have a good Hockey Talks for you today. Uh, we, you know, not a lot that's going on since the last time we like talked to you guys, but, you know, there's enough to make an episode and tonight when we're recording this this will be out on thursday so we're recording this on wednesday so it's you know it's our celebration hockey's back mm, yep finally hockey's day back after, the wait is over it came quicker this year day after opening yep. night so yep. thursday night's gonna be a full schedule of hockey yep. episode two of our <clears throat> new season of hockey talks you know I like game it. two yeah this is our game two game, game two, two of the of the new season for us here at offended for hockey talks before we get into everything uh, before we get into like the interview, we had JCD from PWP Nation on the show yeah. to talk about uh, the Rangers' uh, 94 Stanley Cup run. He's from New York, calls in on Skype from New York, tells us about that, how it was, and how living in that moment and how everything was, and how he, he uh, mispronounces Shaq Crick a lot. Yeah. Shatternick? Is that what he calls yeah. it? Uh, New Yorkers can't read. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> but he doesn't like them, which... Walk them aboard. No, they got all the papers flying around them streets. They can't even fucking read it. <laughs> but uh, before we get into everything, uh, go on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Periscope and follow Offended Pod. Make sure to go follow PWP Nation on all those social media platforms as well, at PWP Nation. Make sure to go buy our T-shirt at www.prowrestlingtees.com slash offended-podcast. Make sure to go listen to our podcast, Offended, which is on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts, every Friday at 7 a.m. Central. For all you hockey listeners out there that don't listen to Central Time, you know, that's when that's when it'll, it'll just be up then. Just yeah. go listen every Friday. Just go listen to it on Friday. Uh, this week we on Offended we talk UFC 229 with Gage comes back on the show. Cougar yep. is what everybody probably knows him better as if you're mm-hmm. an avid listener of our show. Our UFC correspondent we talk Khabib McGregor. We also talk the uh, publicity of Kanye West and how 
the publicity train works and people still fall into that and still believe everything that comes out of his mouth and it's hilarious to me he's just selling albums this works every time you may not like it marketing 101 works every time it is uh Make sure to go watch our, for you wrestling fans out there, make sure to go watch our weekly wrestling wrap-up, which is exclusively on Periscope, every week, either Thursday or Wednesday on Periscope. We just cover everything wrestling on that. Uh, We just did one today, covered New Japan Pro Wrestling, and we had our uh, Super Super Showdown showdown predictions. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. Uh, Make sure to go follow our Spotify playlist. If you like music, at Offender Presents Songs of the Week. So make sure to go listen to that all right all the plugs are done i'm so done with plugging shit today this is our third show we've done today all the butt plugs oh my god i plugged like so many plugs so many so many butt plugs so many <laughs> like butt plugs i like in like that go on the end of a hockey stick you know definitely that's definitely. what they're called i'm a little tired right now because i'm fucking exhausted this is our third show now we've done we've been recording since six o'clock it's yeah. now ten thirty-six. um this is what you do, though. This is why we've gotten to where we're, we've gotten. We're almost at that thousand 18, mark. We're eighteen followers away from a thousand. Last night we were at eighty. To right now we're at eighteen. Maybe more. Maybe a little could less be than a that now. Less. I could check. Uh, we're growing, and in a weird viral way, we are actually hitting a lot of followers very quickly now. We're fourteen away. We're fourteen away, but we're hitting followers like very quickly yeah. each day now. We've gotten we're at, what five hundred at the end of August. Right at, at the end? At the end of August, we I think we just hit five. I think, no. I think we may have like just hit 400 at the end of August. No, it was five. Remember? Because I said at the end of August, we're going to hit 500 fucking followers. Yeah. We did. We had, and we've only had Twitter. We only had a Twitter account for... Two, three months? Yeah. If that. If that. Three if that. maybe. Yeah. I, we got it at the very end of July. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not even going to count to July because I think we had it for, like, two days in July. And we had August, September, we, literally three months. Yeah. Like, if, if you count that as three months because October just started. True. That's insane. We're going to hit 1,000 within under three months. Take that, you fucking losers. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's insane. And we keep growing the last couple of days. We have grown uh, – the last couple of days we have gotten, like – a solid like 40 to 60 followers per yeah. day like it's crazy it's insane so thank, thank you, you everybody guys. thank you humble brag thank you um let's get into hockey hockey's back hockey's here i wish i was more alive for this let's go I wish i was more alive hockey has started uh, tonight it, you know what it tomorrow will really kick in for us oh yeah we're going to the blues, blues game there, so. so pumped um and since we're here since we brought the blues i want to so as we ended offended, we so we did our weekly wrestling wrap up. We just finished recording offended. In between offended, we had the interview for hockey talks, and then we finished recording offended. At the very end of offended, Clodius over here had maybe one of the strongest hot takes I've ever heard for a rookie coming into the season for the St. Louis Blues. And go ahead, say what you say. Sammy Blaze, say what you said. Will have 65 points if he stays around for the whole season, which I think he will. I know if, if, whatever. If he sticks out this year with the blue notes, does not get sent down, he will have 65 points. So before you rebuttal this, Jim, I just want to let you know, the last time for, for game one of Hockey Talks, Dan said to, like, 
seven different people he's not going to start this year. At least four of them. Actually, five. Actually, yeah, I think it is five. Because he texted me again today. He's like, he's not starting either. I'm like, you motherfucker. I have not been wrong. I'm not letting it get to my head. Well, you're I wrong. Have... You're wrong on two players, though. Who? What were the two players that I'm wrong on? I don't remember. But we had. Se- I remember I counting I, seven. I know for a fact that I was wrong on one for sure. That the, I know for a fact that I was wrong on the Zetterberg one blows my mind. Zetterberg one is crazy. That's the. That's what started. Literally it the next day. It was literally the <laughs> next it. day when hockey Zetterberg talks retiring. came out. Nailed it. When yeah. hockey talks came out. Zetterberg announced his retirement from the NHL. The night before when we recorded this, we said, or Dan said, he's not going to start this year. He doesn't even think he's going to start at all. He might actually just be done. Yeah. I got called an idiot. I got reamed. <laughs> I got called a mark. I don't think I reject. I don't think I. You did. I you don't... told me exact words. I think he wants to be around to show these rookies how it's done this year. That's I think not... he wants to be around to show. If he's not going to play, You're he... just an idiot. Listen to what I said. I think he wants to. Meaning, yeah, deep down, he wants to fucking play. I never said that, like, he'd be like, I, oh, fucking, I'm done. I want, I'm gonna, I want to retire. And he I did never... say fuck it because he's in Sweden. Right, he had to retire because yeah. he's like, my shit's fucked up. But I was implying that, as a personally, in his mind, I think he would have loved to been able to, if he was healthy enough, to stick around to sh- to help rebuild this team for the young kids. I so I never was being like, no, nah, he he wants to fucking play. Like, yeah, of course he wants to play. My thing on that whole thing that I don't think <laughs> you realized on that is his contract. So this year, say that he would have played. Do you know how much money he would have made this year? I don't know how much. Less than one point five mil because his contract he was signed heavy up front. So I feel like Detroit kind of played. The whole system here, and they all kind of knew that coming up into this season slash the next, I think it's three to four seasons, his contract is less than a million dollars a year. But since the contract that he signed, it only helps the Red Wings moving forward. So yeah. I, I feel like they kind of knew what was coming coming up. Either way. And I feel like it just kind of happened. So, therefore, like, I don't feel like I kind of called it because I feel like I read a little bit more than most people did. So, I, it was kind of obvious on so that. So, he was under contract this year. And he's under contract for the next four years. But yeah. the contract that he's under is so cap-friendly to the Red Wings that it's only going to help them for signing future like anything else. And so, I, I feel like that's why it played it. I, don't, I honestly don't even really think he's as injured as... I think, I think he's that fucked up, and that it's not worth the, that much money to go out there and possibly hurt yourself. Worse. True, because he got paid. Either way, either way, I just don't the Red that Wings I, like, disagreed with you. Oh, I you did. Just said we did. We both did. We both disagreed. But I don't think I'm, if I did, I don't think I meant to come off as like disagreeing as like you're. That's a stupid opinion. I think it was like I think he wants to be there. Yeah, I can see. Okay, you know I can. See, like, yeah, I can I, like, see that now. But like hoping that he doesn't have in to the retire. heat of the moment Fucking when it Mark. comes to me and you. <laughs> We sit, we go at it, but like we both know exactly what we mean. How we, whatever, but yeah, yeah. either way, not going to start the year. How either you doing? Way. Good <laughs> either start way. to the season. Either way, let's be honest. The Red Wings are just garbage this year, anyways. Or they're like, trash. Who's going to be worse, Ottawa or the Red Wings? Or Vancouver? No, not Vancouver. Don't bring them into this right now. I just did. 
Pedersen. Actually, I think Ottawa is probably going to be the worst team in the league this year. Oh, they're hot garbage. I think Ottawa will definitely be the worst team in the league this year. But speaking of hot garbage, while we're on the topic of hot garbage and human pile of shit, uh, Thomas Wilson. Not going to um, start the year, buddy. 20, 20 games. <laughs> See you later. 20 games for uh, Mr. Wilson. Um, See ya. See you later. See ya. Yeah. Um, what a piece just, of shit. Yeah, he's just trash. Like... Oh man, I I'm, bro- I'm pretty lenient on big hits. Like I'd be like, mm, I would keep your head up. But that one, it's like, dude, it's a blind side. Like, you're up. <laughs> you're way up. I fucking hate that guy. Tom Wilson's a clown. He deserved that twenty games. If it was personally, I don't think the hit was as terrible as people think that it was. Yes, Tommy, Tommy Tryhard, you're a fucking preseason buddy. What are you doing? Don't agree with how it happened and what it all happened. But if you look at it, I think he... I don't think it was as, as dirty as a hit as everybody's making it out to be. But he does deserve those 20 games for everything else. He has been suspended four times in the past, what, 159 games? I think... Mm-hmm. That's I think, terrible. I think it was dirty. I think it was dirty in the sole fact of, like, dude, it's... First, the last game of preseason. I know it's hockey. In it's hockey. Second, it's hockey. I get it. Yeah, but it's preseason what on top of it, and at the same time, it's like, did that hit really need to happen? Did like it didn't? I don't know. I don't know. There's just a lot of factors. Just don't hit him high. Yeah, exactly. I'm fine with you coming out from the inside. Just don't hit him high. He he did have his head down. He but that he doesn't did, matter. It though. doesn't. But, but it does not. Yeah. You, keeping so, your head up will help you from that. Yes. But here's the thing: when you're hitting somebody, keep your fucking arms down. Hit him in the chest. Yeah. Hit him in the side. And he jumps. And he kind of le- leaps up I without don't leaving think the ice. That it was as dirty as a hit as the twenty game suspension indicated. But I do think that that twenty game suspension is an overall. It's a, is an overall it's fuck you. Year, yeah. An overall fuck you to Tom Wilson for being a goddamn shit show yeah, and your fucking a, embarrassment for to being basically. a repeat offender yes, of the headhunter. That is what yeah. this twenty game basically that suspension 20, was for. The NHL player safety was basically like we had enough yeah. of your shit. That's hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. But I do not think that that hit was as dirty as people are making it out to be. Yes, was, last game of the preseason in the second. You're up. Three to one at the point. What the fuck are you doing? I've seen dirtier There's no hits. reason for I've it. I've seen dirtier hits. Don't get me wrong. I have seen 100%. dirtier hits. However, it was still dirty. Yes, I'm not. To, I'm not yeah. disagreeing and it, and on the Tom dirtiness. Yeah. But I'm saying that that hit alone. Say that that hit alone happened from anybody Crosby else in the league. Stuck up for Twenty games is not happening. The fact no, that no, it was no, you might get you might get three, three to five, three maybe, to five, maybe as a first time offender. Right. But Tom Wilson, hundred and fifty nine games. And you've been suspended four times. Yeah. And those four times that you have been suspended, not one is less than five. Hey guys, yeah. we got two more than ten. Breaking news for you, baseball fans: Yankees win. Let's seven, go. Yankees win seven to two, which means they will play the Boston Red Sox. Let's the next go. Round. What a matchup! I know. What a matchup! That's gonna uh, be good. Not quick. baseball fans over right. here. I but think yeah, we can anyway. all agree on this. And hey, uh, just I want to say this real quick since we're on since we brought baseball real quick. I just want to bring this up. To all you St. Louis listeners out there, if you're bashing the Cubs and the Cubs fans, you are fucking sore losers. Horrible you are people. sore losers, yeah. and we haven't made the playoffs in three years. Who are any of you to go out and say fuck you to the Cubs or fuck you to their fans when it's like our number one thing in October for the last three years has been cheering on a Cubs loss? Let that sink in. Yeah, like don't Let get me wrong. I'm, I want them to lose. I'm glad they lose, but like I'm not – 
gonna be like, huh, they lost in the playoffs. Like we're yeah. not we're not in the not gonna We haven't made the playoffs the in three years. That, oh like, Cubs lost, fuck you. Like why yeah. am I tweeting about this? Like, yeah. I love that they lose. We haven't but made I'm the playoffs. But it doesn't like, make me feel better it, about no. We look like a bunch no. of fucking sore losers. Yeah. Like it just looks stupid. Like I get mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I don't like the Cubs either, but I'm not gonna go out of my way to be yeah. like, Yeah, fuck you, Chicago when Chicago's like, uh well we won the World Series yeah. before you guys won the World Series, the uh we won more Stanley Cups right. and we still have an NFL team. Like we look stupid right, when we, but it's like we look stupid when we fucking trash talk to Chicago right now. No, we look fucking Louis. dumb. Yeah, what a city! And I just realized, I just realized before we got all hot and bothered by the uh, Zetterberg comic and everything, we never got to hear the uh, argument. Sammy Blaze, Sammy Blaze, that's a hot take, man. I probably didn't need to as call you rookie. the big idiot as I think you are, but that's a hot... no. Can you the dude's can got. Can you repeat what the hot take was again? Sammy Blaze will have 65 points. 60 to 65 points. I'm not recanting, but 60 to 65 points his rookie year. If you if, And it's very possible, if, and I think he's got the talent, the size, the speed, the skill to do it. If he slots in next to Shen and or maybe up and down that lineup, I very well I gotta, feel like he, he, I gotta he bet will him. put up 60 60 65 points. I got a bet for you. If he doesn't, you have to get a jersey of Wilson from the Capitals and wear it for two days. Oh. All right. Well, okay. I'll accept that. You heard it here first. All right. I'll just bet you like a blue bomb or something. <laughs> I accept yours for sure. Uh, I'll shake him. I will. Yeah. I, I, I'll. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm very high on him. I, I hope he gets a lot of points. I'm not going to say 65 this year. I'll, I'll say he's in that 40 to 50 range. Uh, 45, 50. I'll give him that because I. It just depends how well our top six match together. If our top six are flowing with each other, unless there's a big injury, I don't see him getting that much like second line playing time. I see him getting. I could see him getting a lot of third line playing time, which I think would get him up to around that fifty range. Okay, but if I have a feeling he'll be playing that third fourth line role. A good part of the year, and I think that could keep him from getting. Okay, so my points. question: You're talking about our top six and how they gel together, and what they're producing to where you think that he's going to be pretty much a third line guy. What do you think our top six is that is preventing him from sliding in? What? Where do you see our top six, and who do you see on our top six? Granted. Our first line, I'm pretty sure, is set in stone. For sure, not going to move no matter what. Taryn Sanko, Patty Cakes, O'Reilly. Correct. Yes. Our second line, I'm assuming, is going to be based around Shen. What I have thought, where I'm basing my opinion on 60-65, Shen, Blaze, Schwartz. Where do you have our top six at, do you think? Do they have Blade and Lodge in the second line? Uh, I think start of the season, Blaze is slotting in on our third line with... Um, See, I've seen multiple... I thought he was on the, the fourth line. No, our fourth I've line is Thomas, Barbashev, and... Um, Thompson? No, not Thompson. Uh, Thomas? Thomas, Thomas Barbashev, and um, Cairo. No, Cairo is slotted in as a second, and they have Blaze slotted in on the fourth, fourth with line. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I, yeah, had, that's I saw what Kyrou on I the saw, line. but I think that Sammy Blaze with the size, 
in the skill front, not saying Kyrie does not have that because he does, but he doesn't have the size factor. I think that Blaze and Kyrie might switch. I think is what I see coming. I think Kyrie is the one who's going to surprise everybody this year. And actually, like not to like diehard hockey people who pay attention to like the way that Jordan Kyrie has played hockey, but I think Jordan Kyrie is going to surprise a lot of the NHL this year, and I think he's going to have an incredible year. I think Kyrie's going to have a better year than Blaze. Blaze, how do you Blaze. pronounce it? Blaze. Yeah. Blaze. Blaze. I think I could see them both getting flip flopped, but also like. <sighs> It depends. Pat Maroon might end up sliding down to a third line, not because of his play, but because maybe it of his game a, style. Because of his game style, yeah. I'm not too so sure then, how I feel true. about that first line. By the way, I like it. No, I like, I like it. it a lot more I'm than iffy yeah. about Maroon. What I don't like is Steen and Perron on the same line. Yeah, I did not. That's want like that. we're recreating the same issue but, we've had for years. But I like. But I did say if they were going to do that, they better put some young kids in that spot to fill in for. Mm-hmm. In that second line, the Blues so. are starting the year with three rookies. Well, our second line uh, is actually Shen Schwartz and Kyrou. Right. Yes. Which, damn. Which I, I like. thought yeah. I thought Blaze was going to slide into that Kyrou spot. They could. They could. But why? And it's tough. But because Kyrou has a is a hell of a fucking play. I have a question. Why wouldn't you not put Tarasenko back with that line to start the season? I think I think that Training they camp. are thinking that. They're going to put Tarasenko up front right away with O'Reilly, see what happens, and then they're yep. going to add a guy like Patty Cakes that, honestly, he doesn't give a fuck about his last name at all. He plays for yep. that for that crest, and he plays in your face. Granted, he ain't going to beat many people up, but he'll well, go at he's you. He'll go to war for your team. And he will, and I feel like that's what they're trying to do. I feel like they want St. Louis to see the fact that this is the one guy that plays not for his name, not for the money, but he plays yeah. for the team. And it, 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 and it just so happens that he's from here, and I feel like that's just kind of for the home opener that they want to get that feeling out. Mm-hmm. Not to mention that we are losing so much grit on the back end coming into Winnipeg, which it's going to be a very dangerous game. We're out Edmondson. We're out Bortz. Those are our two grittiest, grittiest people. Edmondson's hurt? He's done for game one. Lower body. Not starting the year, bud. Motherfucker. Mm. I didn't know. I didn't hear that. Yeah. Not not playing. Uh, oh, Fabry's not. Gunnarsson. for like a week or two. Granted, they're doing Fabry a favor right now. He has rehabbed his knee, and he has rehabbed it hard. And his knee is 100%, and he's good to go. But when you're rehabbing that hard and you're actually working for the first time and not drinking beers during the offseason, other areas of your body will ache because you're going so hard in one area. So he's not in game shape, but he, but he is healthy. He's not hurt, but he's not game ready. So they're, they're doing what they need to do. Fabry's 23 to 24 years old right now, and he's coming in on a one-year deal. How about you... And we have death throughout our lineup right now. Yeah. We are good to have him wait. for. He's not going to add grit, so you don't need to throw him in there. All he's going to do is add speed. and a little bit. But we got Kairou and some rookies that are kind of hungry. If I was the Blues, I'd, I'd fill in Fabry his first few games on that fourth line. Yeah, minutes 100%. Well, and you still are getting a skilled Slot guy. Slot him in next to Steen. Yeah. You're getting a skilled guy with your fourth line, which... The fourth line I'm very excited about because I think you're gonna if you give them 
They're finally letting eight the to game. twelve to minutes a game. Yeah, you're, you're fine. The Blues are finally doing what we have been saying that they for need to do for fucking five years. fucking years. They're letting the kids play. But that's I mean, yay. And they're getting Schmaltz up now, and Schmaltz is going to start for yeah. now. I, I I could see Schmaltz staying around. So well, I. I, think on the, make, I like him. Gutterson's on the long time IR. I know, and I until I, mid November. I know, and Good. I think. Schmaltz is going to make it very hard for Gunnarsson to have a spot back. I don't think Gunnarsson should have had a spot in the first place. I get why he did at our time and our our defense, well, yeah. but I'm thinking that we're all underestimating Mikola or Mikola. Yeah. Well, the dude to finish defensively, he's a gamer. What about and he's gritty. Uh, what's his name? Starts with a W. Uh, he's in our uh, minor league system. Wallman. Not Wal. It maybe is Wallman. It's Wallman. Is it Wallman? Walderspoon. Like yeah. But, yeah, I mean, they're going to be – I'm excited. The Blues are finally playing the young kids like how we wanted them yeah. to do. And I'm, I'm looking forward to this season. Um, I think uh, I think Allen's going to have a decent year. I actually do think that. Uh, so if he doesn't, he's done. I agree. His time in St. Louis is done. He's got two, he's got two months to prove to me. Yep, definitely. Um, and I I think the Blues are just going to – I think Allen will be top four in save percentage this year. I hope I, I I I don't I just don't think the Blues are going to be as deflating this year. I said this last hockey talk. If they hit that bad streak, which every team usually does during the year, and they will happen, it's going to be a competitive bad streak in my opinion. Which meaning we might lose some games, but it'll be like it's mm, not going to be blowouts. We, look, we looked yeah. good. We looked mm-hmm. good. It was yeah. a tough game. Though you know, when if you they go, can keep the wheels going at a good speed. Yeah. I'll be And when you go I'll back, you look from opening night roster to last year's opening night roster, oh, and it's like, can, holy, holy shit. shit. It looks like an AHL team versus an NHL team now. Yeah. But like, I think our mix of vets, our rookies, and the way that EA has lined them up to start the season. Granted, Kanye? Yep, yeah. I'm calling him that from now on. Mike Fuck Ye? It. Yep, Ye. I think that his mix of vets and yeah. rooks... And the way that he's lined them up. Granted, the way that he lined up the Rooks aren't really benefiting me and my predictions moving forward. But I think the way that he did it and how he's doing it mm-hmm. makes sense. And I don't think mm-hmm. personally that he should change Kairou or anything. And that's yeah. and that's going against everything that I'm predicting to happen. Yeah. And I'm about that yeah. because I feel like it is correct mm-hmm. moving forward. And watching Kairou in the preseason, I know it's preseason, you can say what you want, but the dude's a gamer. Yeah, and play. the dude can put up points. Yeah, he can play. And he flies and he's a team guy. And I feel yeah, like all They're three hungry. of Those them. Those kids are hungry, man. I think they are. And then and then also plays in a point to where that's why Fabry's in no rush to come back. No. Put Gunderson on that long ta- long-term IR. IR let I think Mikolo might stay, and I feel like that's why uh, Smaltz. That's why that article. I feel like they're talking about number one might be out because that Finnish defensiveman brings a lot more to the table than what people saw, mm-hmm. and I think that he is more in your face, and he is smooth, mm-hmm. yeah. smooth and, on that back, and end. it's going to help Smoltz if he does get play more exactly. time in the minors. I'd rather him still be playing than be kind of like a seventh defenseman. Up I here, personally you know? think like, that in this first couple weeks, if if Mikola draws in, which I think leading up to game one, that he might. I feel like he will impress more people than Smarts will. 
on both ends of the ice. And I feel like he will be the one to stick around before Schmaltz will. And I also think Schmaltz trade value slash all that might be a little higher right off the bat Mm -hmm. because of the fact that he's been in certain systems for a decent period of time. Yeah, definitely. But Nikola is a gamer. And he will. This Finnish defenseman, just look out for him. He will be a 40 to 45 point guy in the next couple years on the third line pairing he's a gamer yeah. alright well with that being said it's time to get into our interview with JCD talking about the 94 Rangers Cup run Rangers but, talk. but before we do that let's hear a quick word from our sponsor Cal Fauché I'm interrupting this podcast to ask a few important questions if you were stuck on a desert island would you want Will Smith movies or Will Smith music who is the baddest villain Jason Statham has gone up against in his movie career? What are the top 10 most rewatchable TV shows of all time? Check out the Going Off Topic blog with me, Kyle Fauché, to get the answers and much, much more. You can find the website at kylefauché.blogspot.com. That's K-Y-L-E-F-O-S-H-E.blogspot.com. Make sure to subscribe so you get the new post right in your email. Also check out the social pages, going underscore off underscore topic and most state 314 on Twitter and going off topic with Kyle Fauché on Facebook. Now back to the guys with the offended podcast. Okay, we now welcome on on Hockey Talks, the first time ever on Hockey Talks. One of a recurring guest on Offended, or one of our favorite guests, probably our favorite guest. Definitely guests. the favorite. No, no offense to Gage, who's sitting in, right in yeah, front of us, no, who's on Offended this week. But JCD from the Unpopular Podcast. Unpopular. <laughs> Bruce by Peter P. Nation. JCD, what's up? What's up, guys? How does it feel to be on Hockey Talks now? I think you're the first. You might be one of the few. We've well, had people do a hockey talk with us, but we haven't had anybody, you know. I think this is our first Skype uh, interview, is. though, on Hockey Talks. It is. I think it is, it too. It is. Yeah. Wow. So who knows where this is going to fucking go. Wow. Yeah. You know where it's going to go? <laughs> where, right into I'll that fucking you. paperback book you're about to buy from The Rock? <laughs> oh, Jim. Jim, 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 Jim. <laughs> I have enough toilet paper in my house. I don't need to buy any more. <laughs> well, what's up with your voice? Okay. You sound but like you, know where it you is sound like the emperor to. from Star Wars. It's going to lead to hockey talk being exposed to the millions. We have to, I think, and millions. I think we have to give a little background because we have different listeners on hockey talks than offended. Uh, JCDs from New York, from New York, going to talk about his ranges, ninety four Stanley Cup run, but he also hates uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Pete Davidson. Really Yep. He, God forbid, he does access. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but anyway, um, I don't care what the ticket will cost. <laughs> um, how do you feel? Let's get right into it. You're from New York. You're a Rangers fan. How do you feel about the Rangers this year? I, I think they're going to be a little better than everyone thinks they're going to be. Everyone thinks it's going to kind of kind of be like an unofficial rebuild. I don't know. They might. They might surprise a little. I mean, if they finish like eighth in the in the conference, I wouldn't be surprised. If they finish like fourth or third, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised either. I, 
either way, I think this is going to be it for Lundqvist. I mean, he doesn't want to leave here, but you just got to do the right thing by him. If you're not going to put together a run this year, you got to send him somewhere to win a cup. It's the only thing the poor guy has not done. No, I mean, I, I thousand percent that. agree with that. I mean, 2015 was just, ugh, it was just off. Like, so close, so, yeah. so close. And he played his ass off. He is not the reason they lost that series at all. I don't care which game he got pulled. I don't care which game he gave up six goals. You look at that, that series, that playoff run as a whole, he was like, he was godlike. He was as close to a stone wall as you can get. Poor, yeah. poor Lundqvist, God love him. He's a good-looking man. You know, what helps, too, with Lundqvist is he's popular. He he gives back to the community. He gives back to the team. He he knows who made him the star he is today. He's not an ingrate like other people that, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Bell. I mean, not to name any names or anything. (laughs) But, no, all all jokes aside, I'm not going to do that. But, yeah, I mean, I'm going to ask you a question, and I'm going to get ragged for this. Were either of you two guys alive in 94? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was two. I was, uh, well, when they won the cup, I was three. <sighs> okay. Yeah I, yeah, I turned two like a month before that. But I've, I've, like, I've heard, <laughs> I've watched a, some of the NHL network talked about this fucking run. And okay. just how what, fucking. What do, you, what do you guys know of that run? And what? everything that led into it. And um, let me see, like, what, like, the way it's held up over time versus, like, no, this is what it actually was. Like, what's the big moment of that run? For me, looking back on it, I re- this is, like, one of the one moments when I was a kid that really turned me on to hockey. Like, I remember being in the living room, like, three-year-old me being in the living room watching Marc Messier, like, the iconic Stanley Cup celebration with Messier. Like that, him screaming like with the cup, like that's one of the most iconic pictures. Like I think you can put in professional hockey, like in the, especially in the NHL. That I mean, that will go down as one of the greatest hockey moments, hockey Stanley Cup celebrations, maybe ever. Uh, that's yeah. what I remember for it, and I can credit that to maybe me being turned on to hockey. That especially that, and you fast forward two years later to the Avalanche win the Stanley Cup, that was when I was like completely hooked, which is weird because in 96 I was also hooked in wrestling. So, yeah. Jim, what about you? Uh, off the top of my head, I can't like, I remember it was like a, just a fucking hell of a year for him. I mean President's Trophy, right? Yep. I mean, they were just fucking on top of, I mean, mm. it was like they just couldn't fucking be beat. And then, like, well, same as Todd, like, the Mark Messier trophy holding. And what about him I mean, just I mean, saying, yeah, like, you know he's going to come guys back. Yeah, and him being like, yeah. you, you don't get to the Messier trophy without the penalty shot. Right. I mean, when when Richter stops Bure in Vancouver, that is the moment of that finals that's like yeah. above all else. And let me tell you something about that. What MSG did, and the, it, they, it was – Ten dollars, you could go to the garden and watch the game on like the jumbotron. Not even like the little Paramount Theater or whatever they call it now. I think the Nokia or a Hulu Theater. Mm-hmm. You actually were in the garden. They had the ice down because they were coming back in a couple nights anyway. And the game was on the screen. And Vancouver, I think that game started at like nine thirty, and I went, and I actually had a final. I was a junior in high school, and I had a final the next day. 
and I went to a Catholic high school, so you had to wear the shirt, the tie, you know, the dress pants, the dress shoes, whatever. I still can't tell you how. <laughs> I show up at school in my Messier jersey, shorts, sneakers, <laughs> beer-soaked hat, and I'm like, yeah, I, I need to take, like, my consumer math final right now. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it was just, that's what New York was about at that time. Plus, you know, you had the Knicks going crazy, but that that penalty that penalty shot was really what did it. It, it you know that right there was if if Bury would have scored that in Vancouver they would have lost that series in five games with, without a doubt um you know which would have been almost as heartbreaking as 92 when the 92 team as crazy as this sounds was actually better than the 94 team the 92 team had Messier had Graves uh I think Gardner was still on. Yeah, Gardner was on that team. I think he had a young Kovalev. Uh, Tony Granado was around still at that point. You had Richter and Van Beesbrook. And that team, that's the team that um, Graves got hurt, and then they lost that bullshit series to the Penguins. And oh, yeah, right. that was the team that would have that would have definitely won the Cup. They would have – who did Pittsburgh beat that year? But they would have steamrolled – the rest of the way, how they got into the Penguins. And that was, I mean, you want to talk about heartbreaking. Yeah, 94 would have sucked if they would have lost. But God, 92 was just like, yeah. I was like 16. And when they lost that six game to the Penguins, it was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, did they have, sorry, did they have Brian yeah. Leach in 92? Yes. He was on that team then as well? Yes. Okay. Yeah, let me tell you a quick small world story about Brian Leach. My dad has a funeral home in Queens. Brian Leach is married to my old high school assistant gym teacher. Her family, every single family member, was buried out of my dad's place. I've seen Brian Leach on funerals <laughs> like a uh, million and one times. And every single time I saw him, my dad would just look at me and be like, if you go near him and ask him for an order, if I swear to God, I'm ending you right here. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was going to say, JCD, is like you're – it's like you want to talk about heartbreak. We're Blues fans. We know heartbreak. We've experienced heartbreak for the entire franchise. Well, at least we've experienced heartbreak our entire lives. Even people older than us have experienced the entire right. time the Blues have been a yeah, franchise. Yeah, but we, I don't think we've witnessed like the top intense heartbreak. Like fourteen was it fourteen when we lost in the conference finals to Jose San Jose? That was heartbreak. But uh, I think top tier, dude, when we had Gretzky. And then, uh, well, that, that was just a bunch of fucking stupid ownership mistakes. But the Eisman's a pussy. But the Eisman slap shot was heartbreak from the blue point. I love Stevie Y though. Yeah, it, it's it's criminal that that Hull never got a cup there. That's yeah. criminal. But um, before we get into like the actual like the the full story, I gotta ask you because. How do you feel about Kevin Shatkirk? Because you took him off our hands. I mean, you didn't take him off our hands. He went to Washington, then to New York. But how do you feel about this little Andy Kaufman-looking motherfucker? I don't love him. He's a piece of shit. Like, yeah. I, was, like I mean, I get why they did it. It was, you know, the annual or the every couple of year big Ranger free agent move. You know, Brad Richards and, you know, all those that. guys. Like, I, I get it. Um, but, you know, I mean uh, – he became Eric Lindros and all those guys. It's I, I I hate Shatternick. I hate him. But yeah, I mean Shankirk though is just like ah man. I you Jim could tell you I despise Shattenkirk yeah. in St. Louis. Like 
ever since we had that playoff series against Chicago, and Shattenkirk's one of those defensemen that backs up too far, and he he let Patrick Kane skate into Mm -hmm. right into the slot, and it's like how do you not step up on step up on him, take the body, make him do a move around you. Hopefully yeah. the puck just gets lost. Take the fucking body. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why that's why he fits in here because ever, in, ever since like Jeff Bukaboom, they have not had like an aggressive, you know, physical defenseman. No, it's Girardi true. wasn't that guy. Yeah. Stahl's not that guy. You know, like um, you know, Zuboff wasn't that guy. Mm-hmm. Like they don't have. They just don't play that game. And it's like you still don't. You're in the Eastern Conference with you know yes. with Ovechkin, with Crosby, with Malkin. You know, with this one and that, and it's like, mm-hmm. why not put a body on him? It's, gotta, it's no yeah. different, like in basketball, like when, you know, like when Jordan would drive, he knew Ewing was going to be there. Even if, even if he went over on Ewing, he knew it was going to yeah. be physical. It's, you know, it's why do you not have a defenseman who's just going to stand there? And you know what? Mm-hmm. Even if he gets past you, make him pay for it a mm-hmm. little, you know, like make him feel it in the morning. And, and that's yeah. the problem with this team. They're not physical. They, you know, they, <laughs> How many times you see these guys get beat up? You know, poor you know Zuccarello's just beating like a fucking redheaded stepchild, and <laughs> countless times in the course of a season. You know, yeah. same thing with Kreider. You know, and they have nobody that will just turn around and go, "Yeah, you hit our guy." Well, now watch what we're going to do to you. I mean, right. that was the best part about those teams. You had Bukaboom, you had mm-hmm. Domi, you even had batshit crazy Esatikin in. You know, like <laughs> you had the guys that would have. You know, yeah. lay out it, or at least tried to. That's why Shadownick's a fit here, unfortunately. I'm drawing a blank. Who was the captain of the Rangers before he got traded last year at the deadline? Um, McDonough. 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 Yeah, I don't understand the Rangers' thought process here because they were like right on the line of making the playoffs, not making mm-hmm. the playoffs, and they could have possibly, I think. I think if they would have traded for somebody, I think they would have made the playoffs. Like, yeah. And the I prob- think the problem is they're trying to reset the the cap. They're yeah, trying to clear the cap, and you know you were going to be a seven seed, maybe a six. And and hey, don't get me wrong, anything can happen. I mean, mm-hmm. look at San Jose in '94. San Jose knocked off Detroit, you know, in the eight one series. Anything can happen. But odds are, on paper, it was just like okay, we can take on maybe you know, are we going to take on let's say five million dollars in extra payroll? to get one round out of these guys or you know what let's clear some space let's get rid of some guys let's get some guys out of here and you know what let's see what happens you know we've got some young talent Vessi's going to be a star man i'm telling you Vessi is people love him here oh Vessi's um, good man Vessi's really yeah good. he's going to be you know zuccarello zuccarello they got a lot of little guys like and, you know and that's what it is it's just the problem with that is You've got a thirty-plus-year-old goaltender that you owe a run to. Mm-hmm. Um, picture, re- picture hitting the reset button with Mike Richter in goal. Yeah, you can you can do that. No, not at all. Uh, my biggest thing with the Rangers is I, where I think they fucked up was trading away Ryan O'Callaghan. I think that was their biggest mistake. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. that guy was the Well, he wasn't going to resign, though. But he, the general feeling here was he wasn't going to resign. So mm-hmm. it became a matter of, well, let's get something for him. Yeah. Yeah. And he you know, actually, which you can't fault that. You know, I mean, if you, if you got a guy with that kind of talent, you know, there's no chance that for you to retain him. 
then you know what? I've always been that guy. Like, listen, you know what? Get a deal him. Get something for him at least. You know, don't let him walk. You know, what yeah. good is the – you don't know what the pick's going to be or the compensation. You know, it's not. At least get something. Well, on you know, top but of yeah, that, that – was. I don't understand why they couldn't make that work. They could have made him with the way New York City is. Mm-hmm. They could have made him the face of that franchise oh, yeah, for, for mm-hmm. years behind mm-hmm. Lundquist. And, you know, he, he, he would have fit in like a king here. Definitely. Yeah. And – I find it interesting because I remember seeing all that stuff like, oh, Callahan wants to leave, or Callahan wants to leave, Callahan wants to leave, and all this stuff. And then Callahan gets interviewed when he gets down to Tampa Bay. He's like, I don't know where this came out. I never wanted to leave. Like, yeah. And it was kind of the same well, with like McDonough. McDonough's like, well, why are we trading away he, our players? He, here's the problem with the New York media and guys in New York, and I have a bunch of friends that are Islander fans that will tell you this. What comes out in the media and what's reality are two different things. I mean, Jesus Christ, the Ferris was at Belmont. Um, for the press conference, oh, I can't wait to open this place up. It's going to be great, blah blah blah. And mm-hmm. did he even wait five minutes into free agency to <laughs> to sign that deal with Toronto? He couldn't get out of Long Island, Brooklyn, fast enough. I mean, it, yeah. it's it's Which, hard. And you know what it is too here. It's not the Yankees. It's not the Mets. It's not the Giants. It's not the Jets. It's not the Knicks. Hockey, while the Rangers have all the buzz. You don't have the media attention to it, so it's not like okay, it's not like you get a baseball beat writer who, let's say, has an issue with, you know, Brett Gardner. Ah, Gardner was a dick to me. Now I'm going to write a bullshit story about Gardner. Right. Mm. Or you know, I don't like you know Todd Bowles, so I'm going to write a bullshit story about Bowles. Hockey really doesn't have that here. So, I mean, the guys who are covering it are mostly covering it because they have to. It's not like you don't really hear from the Rangers beat writer on on Mike Francesa's show. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, There's no drama. So, no. Yeah. And, you know, so it's not like you're going to get like, oh, well, you know, I heard that McDonough wants out of here. Yeah. Well, where'd that come from? You don't get that like you would with the other sports. Hockey players aren't built that way anyway in general throughout the league. Right. Honestly, so you're not going to get like very rarely do you get that like exactly and if it's i want to get out of here it's like they'll admit it's either to help the team salary wise or it's yeah. you know i kind of want to move on i'm not i don't fit here kind of thing right right you're not going to get that he should he said she said you know kind of drama in the media on the radio shows or the newspaper or the you know this that that you will with the other sports so mm-hmm. it, you know it's kind of it's a different animal but yeah. you know yeah, the Callahan one was always like, wait, they did they did what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, but, if, you know, again, if the guy wasn't going to come back, and part of it, too, was they just weren't in a position to give him what he was really worth. I mean, that gets lost in all this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's no different. The only reason why the Rangers get away with it is because they've been able to sneak into the playoffs in the last couple of years, but it's really no different than what the Knicks have been doing. The Rangers have just been giving out bad money after bad money, and it's yeah. like, you know. You know that is. Eventually, I was going to say the Rangers are like the past couple of years, they've been in a tough spot of like they have pieces that they're kind of in that rebuild. But like you said, or, like with their salaries or they go trades, it's like they're just in a fucking tough spot to do like a really, you know, you know, you know, what the, you know what the problem is. Like I'm going to be on, I'm going to be dead honest with you. And, and this is I don't care. Nationally, it may not look this way, but I'm I'm going to give it to you right from the fact that it's in my backyard. The reason why you will not ever see a full tear down and rebuild is because everyone knows the Knicks are shit. Okay, 
April, May, and June can't be quiet at Madison Square Garden. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to get it from the Knicks. So Dolan's going to turn around and tell these guys, what do you need? You need to give a guy a million and a half more than what he's worth? Get him here. Who cares if he's 35? Brad Richards. You want to bring in Rick Nash? Yeah, Rick Nash was great in 1996. Bring him in. You know, you want to do Kevin Shatternick? Sure, bring Shatternick in. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, you could have gotten, like, three guys that could really help this team long term. And you're just going in on these guys just because. And, and for some reason, with the high, I mean, you get the buzz. I mean, the minute Richard signed, those jerseys weren't. <laughs> You couldn't find them anywhere. Same thing when Nash got here with Shatternick, you know, and then there was the Joe Sackick incident of 97. (laughs) I mean, what about Rick Nash in New York? That never panned out the way that New York wanted it to. The problem was Nash wasn't the same player when he got here. Not at all. He did not fit with you guys at all. No. Everybody was looking for NHL 07 Rick Nash, and it just wasn't that guy. No. (laughs) That's no. like saying if you if the Blues would have traded David Backus to like Pittsburgh, like yeah, it just like, doesn't well, he doesn't, doesn't fit. Sense. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, JCD, though about how. So kind of what you're saying is like once when those late spring summer months come around, there needs to be something at the Garden. If they if they exactly. do a full rebuild, nobody's gonna fucking go. It's like exactly. honestly, it's like the Cardinals for us. Like if the Cardinals were to tear down completely, and and have fucking look like the fucking goddamn Baltimore Oreos winning 20 games, this city would fucking riot. I don't so think they would riot. I think hockey would actually do better. I think so, but we wouldn't have that. Baseball's our fucking bread and butter here in St. Louis. That's what everybody because fucking loves. you got to remember, it's, too, and it, it's one of the things, honestly, that I hate about New York sports, even though I'm a Ranger fan, I'm a Yankee fan, you know. Um, thank God I'm not a Jet or Giant fan, but <laughs> they – what? I was <laughs> laughing. Go ahead. <laughs> I was laughing at the, the how you said there wasn't. You're not a Jets or a Giants, Giants fan, because right? Why, why would you? It's be? it's <laughs> it's not a true sport fan event, a New York sporting event. Yeah, it's it's a corporate thing. Right. Like like, I'll give you a perfect example. I'm a I'm a Yankee fan. I took my son to his first Yankee game this year, and I was in my jersey. My kid was in my jer- was in a jersey. My wife was in a jersey. Even my father-in-law, we got a T-shirt for him. And we were surrounded by 900 people in fucking suits and fucking shirts and fucking undone ties leaving in the seventh inning because they had to catch this train home, that train home. That's not a fan base. And it's the same thing in the garden. No, you, you know, Yeah, sure, MSG is crazy during the first round of the playoffs as far as packed. But when did you ever see MSG? Watch a Ranger playoff game. You ever see them swinging towels? You ever see them thunder sticks or anything like that? No, no they seem because... pretty calm to me, actually, now that you bring that up. I always think Madison Square Garden always seems pretty calm for a hockey mm-hmm. game. Because it's not it's not you, me, and Jim going to a hockey playoff game. It's a corporate it's, it's, hey, me and the guys from marketing are going to entertain this client. Yeah. I got three sick tickets to this Ranger game. Let's go sit in the, yeah. the box for, you know, right. two hours, and then we'll catch the LIRR at 9.15, and, you know, who cares where the game's at? So, that's so what it is. With that, that that's, that's with, the problem. With that, sucks. would you say more of the hardcore hockey fan base are Islanders fans then? No, because they're just as bad. <laughs> that's true. 
Yeah. That's why yeah. they that's why they failed in Brooklyn, because a large majority of the Islander fans were just that. They were in Long Island. Nassau Coliseum was a comedy. It was it was easy to get to on the L I double yeah. R. So you could leave your job at, at you know on Fifth Avenue, mm-hmm. hop the Westbury L I double R train and you pulled up pretty much spitting distance away from the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Now you're asking that same fan to go to Brooklyn and then have to turn around and go out to Long Island, they're not doing it. Yeah. Yeah, they're not doing it. I got one of my best friends is an eye on the fan, and he was like, he was like, I love the Barclays and everything. He's like, but I gotta catch a train through, and then I gotta catch. He lives in Long Island too, and he's like, he used to take, he used to be able to drive from his house to the Coliseum because he lived like ten minutes away. Now he's like, I gotta hop another train going from the Barclays to Long Island. It's not what. That's why they failed in, in Brooklyn. It, it was nothing else. It was the fact that the people didn't follow. And the problem is the corporate guys were not gobbling up the Islander tickets at the yeah. Barclays Center. No. That's the problem. All right. Let's get into your story. But real quick, are you watching the Yankees game? I have it on the background. There you go. There you go. Uh, fuck the Yankees. <laughs> fuck you, Jim. Uh, I, I always liked Oakland when it's I was right. younger. But I, I, I'm, I love – I love watching AL baseball. It's, it's so fun. So. I, I find it hilarious that Cardinals fans right now are like bashing Cubs fans, but it's like, hey, we haven't made the postseason in three, three years, fucking years, and that makes a lot of sense. And Sit down bas- and shut up. Basically, St. Louis in October right now cheer on a Cubs <laughs> loss than cheering on the Cardinals. Yeah, That's man, what, what St. Louis has become Louis, for man. baseball. Yeah. Fuck you. I hate that shit so much. It's like, why are you being sort of losers? Stop that shit. Yeah, we didn't fucking win. Just be be ready for hockey. Like, why be happy that the Cubs lost and we're not even in the fucking playoffs? Like, shut the fuck up. Be real about sports for a fucking second. We suck. They win. Right. Anyway, let's get hockey. There we go. JCD, so tell us. Let's let's get into it. Um, how, How was it? The Stanley Cup run, everything. Let's let's just tell this. Let's hear this. Let's hear this. How was it? How was it like the say they won the Presidents Trophy? And did you have a feeling like they were going to win the Stanley Cup that year? Or were you still nervous that they weren't going to? It was the expectation, and the Islander series was a joke. The Islander series should have been <laughs> over in three games, not even four. But then they played Washington, and that was like, uh, okay, they lost game one, and it was like, all right. Then they steamrolled. They kind of steamrolled Washington. Then the Devil series came, and, and let me tell you something. When they lost game five to the Devils, <sighs> it was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. There was kind of rumblings that the Keenan story was starting to get out there, that he yeah, might have been Keenan. looking elsewhere. I forgot about that. Um, Fuck it was Keenan. just – it was it – was, it was bad, and then they get down two nothing to the Devils in that game six on a Thursday night, and then Messier just does the freaking impossible, you know. And and let, let me let me uh, let me ex- tell you how this goes down, young preboo blessing JCD on a Thursday night. <laughs> I didn't have uh, with the cable I had at the time for some reason. I didn't have, I don't know why, I didn't have Sports Channel. I had MSG, I had ESPN, but for some reason that game was on Sports Channel, which carried like the Devils and like Belmont Horse Racing. So I didn't have it. So the Daily News used to have a channel. 
that literally was in all print. And every now and then the, the stories would update. So I literally watched that all night, waiting like every 10 minutes for the for the Rangers squad update. And it's two nothing devils going in there. And it's like, oh, fuck. Then it's like 2-1. Oh, okay. Then it's 2-2. Two, two. And it's like, oh, all right. Then it's 3-2. And then Messi scores the hat trick. It's like, all right, this is great. This is great. <sighs> then comes Game 7. And Game 7 was a fucking... Oh, my God. was a fucking emotional roller coaster. I think I aged like 15 years that night. Um... <laughs> I might have had a feeling that some little punk in Florida was going to piss me off for the rest of my life at that point, two years later. Um, <laughs> and I'm listening to the game again. Like, this is like, it's really like, we're literally talking like 24 years ago. Like, you got to really like think about like what's not available then. So I'm listening to the game on the radio and I'm listening, I'm listening. And Matt Toe scores the goal. And. I think I scared the shit out of my parents because I start screaming and yelling. And I had like this upstairs, like attic that I took for like, you know, my little 17 year old JCD bachelor pad. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm screaming, I'm screaming. My dad comes running up like, what's the matter? What's the matter? I'm like, oh, they fucking won. They fucking won. They fucking won. <laughs> it's like the Cardinals so, game set or game yeah. six. Like against then, the Rangers. You know, the Vancouver series was what it was. They lost game one. It was like, okay, we've kind of seen this movie before, you know, because they lost game one to Washington. They lost game one to Jersey. It was like, all right, I guess the Rangers are going to lose game one every fucking playoff series now. <laughs> and then yeah, they get game two, and then they get the, they get the, what you call it, they get the, the Bure, the penalty shot game. And I want to say they won game four. I think game four was the blowout game. So they were up 3-1. And then they lost five at the Garden. Yeah, yeah they won game four. They came back up 3-1. And everyone was like, okay, they're going to totally, they're going to win it tonight. It was like, whatever, like a week before they won. Oh, they're definitely, they're coming back. They lose game five. All right, all right, all right. We'll go to Vancouver. We won in Vancouver. I was at a wedding that night. And my friend had his dad page him the scores every time something happened <laughs> yeah beepers and uh 316 huh 316 yeah, right. rock your favorite wrestling. yep is it live or is it memorex um <laughs> and he would just shake his head and i was like what is it now that then i was like four two five two six i was like fuck and then, like, game seven was, like, three nights away. And it was just three nights of, like, they're going to fucking blow this. They're going to fucking blow this. They're going to fucking blow this. Like, every fucking pessimistic thought ever. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they come out game seven. They come out. They get on top early. And, you know, don't look back. And that celebration was just when Bettman said, Captain Mark, like you said, Todd, Captain Mark Messier, come get the Stanley Cup. It was just, like... Wow, like just like the vindication. And what I what I had done was I had made this I had gotten a shitload of oak tag and I made like I built like this Stanley Cup. I wrapped it in tin foil. <laughs> My friend was over, he had a car, so he was like, you know, the coolest kid around, you know, too. And I was like, let's just I'm driving down this strip of Woodhaven Boulevard, hanging out his window, holding like this tin foil 
and oak tag stuffed Stanley Cup like yeah, and then finally he like gunned it and I the cup just flew out of my hand. <laughs> 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 You know, and then <coughs> I went to the parade. I went to the parade and that was just that was just a blur. I that was just fucking crazy, like to be there yeah. and then all of a sudden Oh Keenan's leaving. Oh, fuck Mike Keenan, by the way. Fuck Mike Keenan. Yeah. St. Louis it was is like, a wait, pure hatred. It was like, him. wait, what? That story was real that Keenan wanted to leave? And then it was like, well, they're going to get Peter Nevet as compensation. And it was like, oh, okay, okay. great. <laughs> fucking Nevet. And then, you know, it's the fucking lockout or the sh- whatever the fuck. And then, you know, the banner raising ceremony. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, they did have a you lockout, know, didn't they? tears, you know. Mm-hmm. 18 year old me just crying in my living room watching the banner get raised <laughs> oh i'd, I'd say know, the gym all the time like if the blues ever want to stand like up number one in the finals i'm gonna have a fucking heart attack if yeah. the blues are ever in the finals for sure gonna have a heart attack uh two, let me tell you something that last that last like 3.4 seconds when there was the icing felt like four fucking days oh i believe it it was that reminds me because it was in the zone too it was in the zone so i'm like oh my god they pulled they pulled kirk mcclain i'm like fucking linden's gonna blast one upside richter's fucking shoulder it's like oh jesus christ (laughs) john i don't know if you watched the blues blackhawks series from i think two or three years ago now 14 it was 14 was it 14 or was it 16 16 16. 2016 and game seven so the blues go up like kind of like the rangers did where they were, all they had to do is win one game mm-hmm. and they win the series. And then they lost the next two and like Chicago forced a game seven. Blues go up quickly in game mm-hmm. seven by yeah. two goals and Chicago comes back and ties the game. Mm-hmm. Troy oh. Brower in the third period whiffs on a shot, but then somehow like was Pokes able to regain. The crease. He almost falls over yeah. from the puck and actually was able to keep his composure and just tap the puck and it goes, goes in for a goal. The Blues go up 3-2. With a minute left, that last minute, dude, felt like it was 20 minutes. That last minute felt so long. And then Seabrook fucking hits both on a slap shot. Both posts. He hit both posts on a shot with 20 seconds left to what tied the game. And he ricocheted off one post and went to the other post. That moment alone felt like it was a minute. Like, I was like, oh, my God, did that just go in? But that was like... (laughs) That was like our Stanley, like St. Louis. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever seen a city so excited over well, just and it was, a first round playoff win. And it was we beat the Chicago. first time the Blackhawks got fucking knocked out of the first round in how many years? I mean, I, I, yeah. I literally was in tears after we, Game Seven dude, against Chicago because I was just like so relieved of not having a heart attack. The Blues killed their <laughs> dynasty. The Blues killed the Blackhawks dynasty. They did. They like what? What have the Hawks done since? Yeah, like, they killed their dynasty. Yeah, I love it, but. Uh, Back on the Rangers in '94. So you were telling me uh, to hype this up. You said that you, uh, JCD, uh, went to church the next day with a soaked beer-soaked Messier jersey. No, I went to school. Oh, you went to school. That's what it was. Oh, we thought church. We thought, yeah, we thought church. No, 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 no. I went to school. I had to take a. I had to take a final. Oh, that's. Yeah. I had to take a final the next day. I like, would have not mad. taken a fucking final. Did you go to no. sleep at all that night, dude? I had I had to graduate, dude. Like, what the fuck? That's true. Did you Did you go to sleep at all? You know, it would have been like nine zero two one zero. JCD graduates. <laughs> <laughs> but did you go to sleep the night before? No, I don't yeah. even think I went home. I think I just like was out, and then I was like, okay, like how do we bust this to school? And then I just got off the bus mm-hmm. and I was like. 
all right, let's go do this. Oh, like if the Blues ever win the Stanley Cup, number one, I'm gonna cry for like two hours, and then three, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna party till like I die. Probably, like, I'll, I'll, I'm going I'll, out. That, I'm going out. That I'd quit yeah, my there's job. a difference between. Yeah. Let me tell you something. If the Rangers would have won that cup with like instead of like 17 year old me versus like 26 or 27 year old me, there's a good chance I probably would still be in an alcohol induced coma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm gonna ask you a question here, Jason. I'm gonna backtrack a little bit back to the uh, Devil series. Yes. How did you feel when Messier predicted a game six win? I was scared to death. I was like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> I was gonna say, like, I would have thought that. I've been like, wife. Actually, I'd be fifty fifty. It's like part of me is like, I love that fucking confidence. Like the men- yeah. but the other part of me is like, you don't fucking say that, dude. Yeah. Ninety two was yeah. too fresh. That's what it was. Ninety two yeah. was a heartbreak, and like I said before, like ninety two was like. That team, if you stacked up those teams together and they played a series against each other, 92 would have probably smoked 94. I'm talking like five games, if that. 92 was so much better. And that was like still fresh, like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Like, you fucker. <laughs> you know, yeah. and and then on top of that, Jersey goes up like 2 nothing. It's like, oh, man, you, you're kidding me. Like, why the fuck? fuck did you do this and i was i was a huge messier guy like i love the deal like bernie nichols see ya <laughs> you know bring messier here you know i mean i couldn't have my fucking ironed on messier jersey quick enough <laughs> you know right. and but i was like why and then like i said they went down to nothing and it was just like you son of a bitch <laughs> yeah and, but but then he gets a hat trick and it's like you completely forgive him for fucking saying it it's like yeah. <laughs> It's like he fucking showed up and did what he wanted to say. Oh uh, yeah, I ended up framing my Messier jersey right after the '94 with, run. With like the I beer, literally like with the beer went to, in it. Yeah, yeah. No, I think my mom washed it, and then, oh, uh, <laughs> that's why they haven't won a Stanley Cup since. <laughs> I had to wear it for the rest of the run, uh, and uh, what you call it? Yeah, I framed it. Like I went and bought this like thick picture frame in the mall, and I just was like, "Fuck oh, this!" Yeah, I put my, I put my Messier jersey in it, and. Until he signed with Vancouver, mm. and I pretty much destroyed it. <laughs> I got I got one last question for you before we let you go. Um, what was the overall feeling like uh, for you and like the city of New York winning that Stanley Cup? When what? What was like the overall feeling for you and the city, and basically like the city of New York winning the Stanley Cup in '94? What was that overall feeling like? You know, for the young guys like me at the time, it was like, okay, how many more are we winning? And then I guess for the older fans, it was like, thank God I got to see it. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, I guess 15 was the closest. I mean, there's been some, you know, they were, that 97 series against the Flyers was, was fun, too, that went back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like, I was at the game that they lost, like, 7-6, and they were down, like, five nothing and they came back it was a great game too but it was just it, it we really thought it was gonna be the start of something bigger yeah. than what it was you know mm-hmm. and maybe the lockout you know caused it maybe you know keenan leaving maybe you know messier leaving three years two years later whatever i i, I don't know what why it didn't happen but did you know go? you go to vancouver Huh? The Messier went to Vancouver, right? Yeah. That's what I yeah. Yeah. That was when. <sighs> let me tell you. One last story of heartbreak. You remember the way old free? Do you remember the way old restricted free agency used to work? 
No. V- vaguely. Vaguely. Okay. So if you were a restricted free agent and you wanted to sign somewhere else, you signed your offer sheet, and your team had until midnight of the seventh night, the seventh day, to decide if they were going to match or they were going to let you go. Yeah, isn't that that's how the Blues got screwed over on Shanahan and Stevens, mm-hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think so. I think yeah. on Stevenson's definitely. Yeah. So they signed Sackick like right away to like this ridiculous number. I think it was like at the time you got to remember this is ninety seven. I think yeah. it was like I think it was like ten million dollars over like six years. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even ten million per. It was ten million over six. It was a crazy number. And everyone was like, there's no way Colorado's going to match that. It's ridiculous. You know, just wait. Even there used to be a store inside Madison Square Garden, Garden called, uh, yeah, I slipped a little Boston there. That's a bad fan in me. What the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> the Garden. <laughs> um, called Jerry Cosby's. And that was like a, the, the Jersey store. It was, you know, you got your Ranger jersey there. You got your Knicks jersey there. You can get whatever you want. And. Like Cosby's, like two days in, announced they were taking pre-orders on Sackick jerseys. It's like, all right, (laughs) you know, I guess this is pretty much going to happen. That's a bold. Day six, there's a rumbling in the paper. Colorado might be able to do it. You know, you got to remember, you're not getting this on the internet, Twitter. You're getting it like in your newspaper the next day. Maybe if. You know, ESPN ran a story on it on the eleven o'clock Sports Center. You know, you saw it. Yeah, when the touchline like, the world but it's wasn't a long so shot. Yeah. I think literally no joke. Like eleven thirty the night be- the night of, they fucking matched it. Wow! So they and the problem like is, I, I think Messier was already gone. I think Messi was a full oh, unrestricted shit. free agent. I think he was already gone to Vancouver. So Ooh. they, so New York essentially put all their chips on Sackick yeah. and let Messi go. Yeah, which, which you know what though? I mean, if you look at it at the time, Sackick was younger. I mean, Messi had been here for like six, seven years right. already. He won the cup. Like you look at it back in '97, mm-hmm. you're taking Sackick at that time over Messi oh, at yeah, that without time. Oh, definitely, without a doubt. You know, so I mean, I mean, it was. You know, it was just it just made too much sense, and I think by the time it was done, oh no, Messier went to Vancouver like right after because I think they, Messier's brother was his agent, and I think they called his brother in a frantic, and his brother was like, "No, you should have called us from like day one," and pretty much hung up on like Neil Smith and Damn. went to Vancouver, and the Rangers had nobody, they had no no Sackick, no Messier. Mm-hmm. The team was ninety-seven was brutal. <laughs> just brutal but yeah we we thought you know we really thought it was going to be a run we really thought we were looking at something similar like what the yankees became or you know even what the giants did you know two out of five years you know yeah fuckers and uh you know it 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 was it just wasn't meant to be for whatever reason but you know what i i got to see one and you know i got to see that one so i'm perfectly you know, I'm perfectly cool with that. I'm perfectly okay with that, you know. Yeah. And I know a lot of old-time fans that were happy that they got to see one. And, you know, yeah. it, it, it was, it was amazing. It really, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not doing it justice. And I wish I could do it more. But I'm telling it's just one of those things you literally had to live. To yeah, know? it's like our 2011 World Series. It's like you 
if you weren't a Cardinals fan or anything, like you had to be yeah. a Cardinal fan to feel that you can't. If you could, like they say in wrestling, like if you if you could bottle that moment, you'd yeah. be yep. rich. Definitely be really rich. But yeah, I, I I like the Rangers. I've always liked them. I hate that they're not doing that well right now. I think they're a fun team to watch. So well, they got Ho- so hopefully they do shit for a while. Hopefully they, they turn just, around. They, I, my only thing for this year is do the right thing by Lundqvist. Either yeah. put a contender in front of them or I feel you that know way. what I, I I am thankful with everything I've seen with Lundqvist over the years that if Lundqvist went somewhere else, as long mm-hmm. as it wasn't like Pittsburgh or so Washington, and went there and won a cup, I'd be more than happy for him. I'd be rooting for him the whole way. Send the St. Louis. What? Send, send him here. Send him here. Send him to St. Louis. I'll take him. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, Let's go, quick, you know. Quick. I'll give you Shatternick back, too. Yeah, how do you pronounce Shattenkirk's name? Huh? How do you pronounce Shattenkirk's name? Shatternick? It's, it's, it's Shattenkirk? Whatever, <laughs> fuck him. He sucks. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, before before we let you go, uh, how can we find uh, Unpopular? What happened? How can we Before we let you go, how can we find Unpopular? Uh, on Block Talk Radio. Under the PWP Nation uh, tab. Perfect, perfect. And this week you're talking about the uh, all-in, so what, basically? Yeah. All right, well, JCD, thank you so much for coming on. We'll definitely have to have you back on again, especially if you keep in touch, if you keep up with, how do you pronounce Shattenkirk's name? Shatternick? Shatternick. If you keep up with Shatternick and the Rangers and, like, how they're doing this. At the Garden. At the Garden. (laughs) Um, we'll have you back on for hockey talks again for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, thanks for having me on, man. And you know, let's also hook up on offended soon. Yeah, definitely, definitely, man. definitely. definitely. You know, coming into Survivor Series and Evolution and Crown Jewel and Saudi Arabia and what they want to fucking offer that prick. <laughs> I'll donate. I'll do. Oh yeah, I'll give him some money. Fuck you, Jim. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, man. We'll have to get. We'll get you back on here soon. Definitely. Thanks, man. Have a good one, guys. You All too. Right. See you, buddy. Take care. Later. Bye. Hey, Jim. What's up, Trey? Does PWP Nation have a new show out? Oh, I think they do. I think they do, too. For all you wrestling fans out there, there's a brand new show by PWP Nation called Unpopular, and it's hosted by JCD, who you just heard, motherfucker. With the, the Bronco from Yonkers. With Toe from PWP Nation. And they have some unpopular topics and opinions. S- some you might not like. You might not like it, but they present a very good point when they're talking about this they stuff do. last week on their first episode they talked about is Braunstrom the new Ryback maybe maybe and now this week on this week's episode they talk about is what happened what has happened since all in yeah what's all happened in. Since all in remember that remember that indie show what movie, rest, you fucking wrestling fans remember that indie show with yeah. uh about from Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks all in from the Bullet Club Bullet Club show remember that show JC wants to know what? Big show. So what? So what? what? So what? So what? They had an all-in show. So what? What's yep. next? What do you got for me, Cody? I was there. It was great. It was great. Yeah. But go ahead. Go listen to Unpopular by PWP Nation. New podcast by PWP Nation. Make sure to follow PWP Nation at PWP, at PWP Nation on all social media platforms to find it. And it's on Blogspot Radio. Is that it? I believe so. Okay. So that's cool. Go listen to it right now. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs>
tired? You tired? A little tired? Welcome back to Hockey Talks, presented by presented by PVP Nation. Uh, real quick, thank you to JCD coming on the show. Yep, giving us a little insight. It's nice to get like that little insight, you know. You know, we're trying to. We're kind of we're hockey talks. We're predominantly blues, but. We love all hockey. We do. We love, we love history. We love the history. Yeah, absolutely. We love getting the opinions of other guys, other teams. So, we especially like JCD a little more now that he's openly admitted that he does not like Shattenkirk. Yeah. Oh, uh, Shat Shattenkirk is what Sh- you called it. Shatternick is what Shatternick. Yeah, it's like shattered dick. But it's like, do you, you, you know what you call him? Do you know what you call him? You know what you call him? I don't think he knows. No. But real quick, guys, uh, we have a, just a couple more topics to talk about real quick. Uh, First of all, bonus topic I just thought of. Uh, Jack Whoa. Eichel is now the captain of the Buffalo Sabres. Hell yeah. I think we all saw it coming. Yeah. We all saw that yep. Well-deserved. Yep. That well guy deserved. deserved it the second he got drafted to Buffalo and chugged a bunch of beer because he knew shit was downhill. Yep. When I Dressed saw- up as a white unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> when I saw that the other day, I was like, he wasn't already the captain? It was Riley, though. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, it was that. Riley. Yep. I totally forgot about that. Good, good for him. He's matured a lot, I think, as a player the last couple of mm-hmm. years. Couple, it's been two years He's now. He's on a like. line with Skinner now. And yeah, Tate Thompson, Skinner, and Thompson, and Eichel. Yep, is your line. And how about and holy uh, fucking how about shit? Fucking Tyratty up in Edmonton tearing it up with McDavid right now. I predict that's just, that's 75 just how, points. seventy points. That's just how good McDavid is. Logical, right? yeah. yeah. Oh, and that's the one thing that scares me. That's Edmonton thing, will still be shit. Yeah, but that's the thing that scares me about Pat Maroon. It's like. Was he good, or was he just good because he was playing with McDavid? Pat goes. He, he did good in New Jersey, though. He, he did. Put, he did well there. Not as good, but he but did well. But he was on line with Taylor Hall. Right. Well, now he's on line with Taylor Sanko. Exactly. Oh, right. So this so is we'll what see. he does. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. He'll we'll go see. to the front of the net. He'll be um, a gr- he'll be in your face. Yeah. Uh, another topic. Uh, Seattle is one vote away from becoming the NHL's new expansion team. Um, I, I think Seattle should have gotten it before Vegas, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, I don't think so. Really? I think Vegas getting it and how they got it. And whatever they went through, I feel like it was perfect. I do, personally do not think that Seattle's team will be nearly as good. Oh, they will be because they have the, the pick way, of the crop. The way the draft works, the way the Which talent is, is these days. If I was GMs anywhere else, I'm pissed. Yeah, Vegas pissed. is Vegas is exempt from the uh, yep. expansion draft, and like they don't have to protect anybody. Yep, it's. Bullshit. I'm pissed. Yeah, but it'll be good for the league. And I mean, I, I don't think it will be. I think Seattle's Seattle should have a. Seattle's a great sports yeah, town, man. Give them basketball be team first. Oh, we saw how that went on. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we I don't know. I'm not happy. I, I don't know. I'm not too happy about it just because, as a Blues fan standpoint, the Seattle Whalers. We are fucked. Why? The Blues will might have to give up. Yeah, Steen. See ya. Bye. Yeah. No, they no. They're gonna have their pick of Edmondson and or Perenko slash. Of course, Steen's gonna be on that list because I'm okay with it. You know you're not okay with that. Who, would you, who would you rather lose? Joel Edmondson, Perenko, or Tarasenko, Jordan Cairo, and Robert Thomas? Oh shit. Exactly. Perenko. I'm okay with it. Exactly. I'm okay it, with it. It'll, it'll be fine. Because salary all comes into play, certain contracts, certain time in the I league. mean, if I have to take a gas. Like, did I we mean, take that? Later, we didn't Steen, take that big but... of a loss when Vegas got the team. No, not at all. 
We lost I'm, Perron. I'm all for it. I feel, I feel like we got lucky. I don't know. There's and so the, much talent out there. But they had dude. more... The Blues had more on the reserve list that they didn't have to protect. But for the Seattle... I feel like we're going to have more open. We're going to have to protect certain other people. I don't, think, I don't think it's going to be that hard. I really don't. Yeah. Um, I haven't quite looked the, at our roster and the years and the terms and all that stuff, so I don't quite The know. draft isn't set up to, like, fuck teams, though. It, I don't do- think. it, it, it can happen, but I don't think it, like, what team really got fucked with Vegas? Pittsburgh. Leaving up Mark Andrew Fleury, which I don't think. Murray... Yeah, but Pittsburgh still has such a good fucking team. But oh, yeah. Fleury was going to get God. traded no matter Fleury, what. Yeah. Um, they had uh... Fleury was definitely getting traded. Like that was well known in Pittsburgh. Fleury was gone no matter what. Yeah, yeah he was getting traded and letting him walk is two different things, man. They didn't really like let him walk though. He it's... he walked for nothing. I mean, I mean, I think it's a little different when it's an expansion draft. Who knows yeah. if they if they You're right? Who knows? But is this or is Pittsburgh that smart to be like we don't have to worry about making a trade because we can just mm-hmm. let him go in the expansion draft and protect everybody else is protected? Yeah, like they knew Possibly full well, retained. but they didn't have really like much of anybody else. They had players, not that they. Who would you rather have protected, Gretzel or Marc Andre Fleury? When you had Matt Murray in between the pipes, who is how good is st- Getzel when he's playing on a line in a PP with Sidney Crosby <sighs> and a. And Afghani Malkin, you guys raised a question about Pat. There's your same goddamn which player. Which one has a Stanley Cup? And which one Because has- of... Are you kidding me? He is a cup... Well, he was actually a stud in the Stanley yeah. Cup final. But he still played alongside of Malkin and Crosby. Either way, like, who would you, who would you rather have? The guy who's getting points or just the backup goalie for your team? But Fleury is not a backup goalie. Never. Yeah, he wasn't. But in Pittsburgh, he was. But Murray was hurt and out of it, and you saw what he did last year. Not much. No, not much, but Flurry was always going. Flurry was done. Yes, but you could have gotten Flurry for more, opposed to letting him walk. And I'm not, I have nothing against Getzel. The dude's a hell of a gamer. Okay, but so, I don't he- think that maybe he could fall into the category that. Not as good as people think he is because okay. he's been lining up on the power play with Malkin and Crosby. Well, with that take, if Flurry was gone, who who leaves Pittsburgh then? Uh, Chris Letang, which I think should have been gone a while ago, um, and or uh, Phil Kessel maybe who could be on his way out next year for free. Nothing. You don't let. See, I think Kessel's worth is worth way more than Marc Andre Fleury. Yeah, but is the money that worth it when he's coming into his tail end of the contract? He's thirty three. There's still teams out there that would take Phil Kessel and give you something good in return over Marc Andre Fleury. And and how many teams you have seen the market for goalies coming off of this? But you could get the Blues. What did the Blues spend for uh, take- for or Miller? What did the Blues spend for Ryan Miller? Who was it? It was uh, a first round, a second round, and um, well, there was picks involved. Exactly, but picks, what I, I meant there was players involved. Yeah, and uh, picks. Chris Stewart and who else? Who was the other one? It was Stewart and somebody else. I'm drawing a blank. 
obviously it didn't make that much of a difference because we it can't did remember. because they because they drafted Eichel with one of those picks. No, 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 Wait, no, no. no. Eichel. They didn't get a. Who first. did they draft? Eichel was first overall. We Blues did not have the yeah, first yeah. overall pick. Who they could goalies can go for draft picks that you don't know what could obtain from those. Okay, but before the Mark Andre Fleury fiasco. Mark Andre Fleury revitalized his career in the playoffs. The the season that they basically had their minds made up. Fleury knew he was leaving Pittsburgh in February of that year before there was any consideration of anything because the previous year before that Fleury was so bad that's when Matt Murray came in and overtook his spot. Fleury hadn't been good for two years before that, and Fleury has now Fleury come back. Fleury was hurt but- when Murray took over. Yeah, but he was also still doing bad at the same time. He's also a four, t- three-time Stanley Cup winner. I mean, I, I just don't feel like. I just he's a. I feel like you could get more for Mark Andrew Fleury than he's a what actually, you're letting on to, to be. Is he a three-time Stanley Cup winner or is he a one-time Stanley? No, nope, three-time. He carried that fucking team two of those ranks. Mark Andrew Fleury is a goddamn gamer. If it wasn't for Mark Andrew Fleury, Vegas would not have been where they were. I, 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 agree, I agree with that. that. But at the same time, he revitalized his career with that playoff push. But the season before that, Matt Murray was the one that took Pittsburgh to the cup. Matt Murray had a good run and a great run. And yes, I do agree with that. But he got that run off of a Mark Andrew Fleury injury. He didn't, he didn't beat Fleury out. Flurry was injured, and then he got it, and then he rode with it. So I'm not taking anything away from Murray because he got that start. I agree because of an injury, and he rode it, and he was a stud. But I think 100 a stud at 22. I still think at the time Mind you're you. not going to protect two goalies over a yeah. player. But in that Pittsburgh. is what yes, and I agree. And who's older? Who's younger? Which exactly. One you no, I would have protected. I would have done the exact same thing. But that just goes back to the expansion draft. I feel like coming into the Seattle draft and what is it? It's leading up to be 2020, 2021, something like that. Something like that. They they're hoping it's next next year. If it's next season, it will help the Blues out more than 2020 than 2020 or 2021. If it comes to 2020 and 2021, the three rookies that you're seeing playing right now Will not be under rookie contracts, and they will not. They will have to be protected, and not automatically protected. If it happens in those years, the Blues are going to get hit a lot more, a lot harder, and they're going to have to figure out a lot more than what you think. They, the, the Blues the were, NHL might end up having different fucking true, draft rules. True, or something. but the Blues were prepared. If you heard Armstrong talk in 2015, 2016. Everybody in the league was prepared for this expansion draft that Vegas had. Everybody in the league was well in, well known about this. The Seattle throws a whole goddamn different wrench, and it just throws a different yeah, mix. There's in no way the like owners of stuff had had like at least a somewhat idea about it though. Not the Seattle one. The Vegas one, I feel like they all did. This Seattle the one, Seattle I feel one like too, it though. popped. I don't think they did. There's no way that like I don't know, Batman's a fuck, but Exactly. I don't I they have to like let that in, like to let teams know. I feel like they can only let teams know as much as they know, and I feel like the Seattle 
And the way yeah, that probably, Seattle set I it up, you're saying, like it, it's coming up a lot quicker than they probably. I feel thought, like they yeah. didn't think that Seattle or any other city, mind you, minus Vegas, was going to figure it out as fast as they did. And Seattle got their shit together. And that's props to fucking Seattle. They know what they want, and they're going for it. And very clearly, it's working. So good for them. But I don't think that the NHL and the NHL GMs and owners knew. That's possible. What was coming up? I, I I feel like they were all prepared, and you can see by contracts. Right now, the three to five year contracts are pretty much handed out like gravy. But a lot of those three to five year contracts are going to be up in twenty twenty and twenty one, and a lot of those contracts are going to be rookies that you're seeing being drafted this year slash last year that are coming up on rookie deals, and they're going to have to protect those guys and other people to make their team and they didn't see it coming and the contracts speak for themselves for all of the nhl yeah true so that's my take i don't i feel like it's gonna hit the nhl a little harder than what most gms were aware of to start hearing about seattle last last thing before we get in our one two three finish by the way you looked at our fancy hockey. The way this year scored is so weird. Is it? I'm You're winning twenty point fifty to six. I am. Yeah. I have a goalie going tonight. But I, oh, and I have Pedersen. So, hey, how you doing, Pedersen? No, but what's <laughs> dumb? It's gonna be like the scores are gonna be like eighty to like seventy. It's gonna be more than that. I think it's gonna be the hundreds. That's dumb. We have a whole week, right? Yeah, that's yeah. dumb. That's dumb. I don't like Yahoo. Fancy hockey changed the. I thought we were going to do straight up. Yeah, I, I saw that scoring oh, yeah, setup. And I, be, I was weirded it out about like, it. No, but it oh, should. Shit, I am. It should just be one point, like a category. Like you should just win the category, you get that. It's yeah, not, it shouldn't be points like this. I knew that that was going to happen once I start seeing those zero. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. Either way, you take the percent. It's basing it off a of percentage. It's the same way as if you would win a category. I mean, like either way. It's just, it's the same thing. Like it's the same thing. It's just it looks different. Like mm-hmm. it looks like it's a lot. It's actually scored the exact same way. However, Jim, I wanted your opinion on this. What's up? So Dan and I are playing each other in fantasy hockey this week. Okay. Which one of us has the better team? As our last topic, which one of us has the better team? We're gonna go down one by one and just say our players. Okay. Start from center, straight up. No, we're gonna go center, center. No, just read your team. Just go down. Yeah, All right, go ahead and start it up. I have Evgeny Malkin, John Tavares, Panarin, Lanskog, Radulov, Pavelski, Supan, Petrangelo, Muzzin, Couturier, Halibuck, uh, Kyle Connor from Winnipeg, a oh, rookie, yeah. Duncan Keith, Jordan Everly, David Perron, and Devin Dubnik. Okay. Damn. Jamie Ben, Nazem Kadri. I already hit it. Logan Couture, Jeff Skinner, Kucherov, Tarasenko, Dallin. He has fucking Dallin, by the way. After how much he said he hates the piece Yeah, and by of the shit. way, that wasn't that bad of a hit. You're just a pussy. Um, <laughs> that was a terrible hit. <laughs> What's it? Dallin. That, that happens in practice. Wierenski, Barry, Pedersen, how you doing? Uh, Shafley, Barzell, Taves, Provorov. Jones, Luongo. 
Who is it? Who is it, Jim? Who has a better team? Uh, that's tough, but it's me. Todd's just seems more appealing. It's me. Name wise, seems more appealing, but you have a few on yours that could. I took Duncan Keith as one of my last picks. It's like I saw him out the there bottom like, part of your list that you named off. There's a few. I was like, eh. It was, yours had a good mix. You have some I think that could like you know they'll have good years and they could probably surprise probably a lot. Up. I think you have a lot more steady like players. I think Todd does that. Like have I guess more proven a little bit. Oh yeah, no, I went young. I yeah I, yeah I, yeah. I, I yeah. fucked up on the back end. This is more proven, but I fucked yours up on the back good. end. But that's why I that's why I have Dallin. Because I went top heavy. Yeah. I mean, my first three picks were Ben, Tarasenko, and Kucherov. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Cooch. Yeah, Cooch is going to be a fucking stud. Yeah. And then I have Martin Jones as my number one netminder. You already know he's going to get at least 35 wins. Yeah, definitely. I mean, my back end, though, terrified. That's why I went Dallin. You got good players, though, that if you need to make a trade, though. Exactly. Some, yeah. I have Jeff Skinner on the first line of a Buffalo team. He's probably going to score some points. I think so, too. <laughs> Let's go. Hopefully plus minus doesn't come into that. It does. Like, plus minus uh, is a big factor. Yeah. But I also But if have, Skinner's playing with uh, exactly. Eichel and somebody else, you should be fine. Exactly. You hope so. Dallin's going to be terrible on the back end. Like, no, my defensive plus minus, dog shit. I mean, Proporoff, he's playing with uh, Ghost. Might help me out. Tyson Berry, he's going to get points, but his plus-minus is going to be garbage because he's playing number one line minutes. But Tyson Berry isn't really much of a defensive man. He will just put up power play points. So I'm having the points down, but it's my defensive aspect that is complete dog shit, let's be honest. Mm. My defensive game, horrible. But I'm hoping, hoping I can just Yankee it and just – and just power it. I think dance our JCD, by the way. I think power he is too. You just need a cooler accent. <laughs> I wish I could have one. I'm fucking dog I'm so shit. happy you realized what I was saying by that. I Thank God, I thought I was going to get ripped. No, not tonight. <laughs> not tonight. Daddy's right. tired. He's tired. Daddy's tired. Let's, uh, let's finish off. One, two, three, finish. Um, does anybody want to start? I'll start us off. Uh, I'm gonna do three hockey takes. Well, obviously I mean, we do. Obviously, but yeah. yeah I was sometimes I th- well, sometimes I'll throw in if there's something huge like McGregor fight. But fuck it. Uh, one. <laughs> we already got rid of that. Uh, one that's kind of a two putter. Uh, Connor McDavid MVP, 120 points this year. Huge hot take. Uh, it's a pretty big one. It's a big hot take. Two. Uh, Vegas will be a wild card team this year. I don't think I made that in my prediction, but I think I changed my mind. But I'm, but I'm going to keep with my predictions from a couple weeks ago. In uh, three, fucking Blues hockey. One. Blues hockey tomorrow. I like them. One, Arizona Coyotes. 92 points this season. <laughs> How you doing? What? <laughs> nope, not, nope, save it. Save it, save it. Don't, I don't want to get into it. It's, Two. It's going too long. Two, Blaze, 65 points. <laughs> three, Blues. Got to. You had it all. You, it's because you got. You're not going to start this year. He's getting all cocky and being like, know. "Arizona." You guys know. You guys know how pissed you're going to be once I'm right. In four years, yeah, you'll be right. <laughs> this year, 
you guys are gonna. Is Marion Host gonna come back and play with them? And Rafi Torres yeah, is gonna come back. That's who can Pronger's gonna come play? And fucking Joe Sackick's coming out of retirement. Yeah, <laughs> right. League of Champions, that is. Team of Champions. In like 96. Yeah, <laughs> maybe if like Legend Mode was on in NHL 19. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trick, what's your. Th- uh, give mine, us a three count. Number one, just I'm just happy hockey's back. Hockey's fucking back, ladies and gentlemen. Jeez. Hockey's back. Uh, my number two, uh, thank you, JCD, for coming on the show. Uh, talking Rangers, 94 Cup run. That was fun. That was fun. Thank you for that. And number three. Uh, Tom Wilson's just a piece of human shit. Let's, he's just a piece of shit. He's a seven-star C-word. I won't use the C-word on Hockey Talk. He's a seven-star cunt. I'm just okay, going to use go it because I'm tired. <laughs> he's a douchebag. And, um, yeah, that's, that's all I got. But that's, I mean, that's, Hockey's back. Let's go Blues. Let's go Blues. Let's go Blues. Make sure to go follow Offended on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Periscope at Offended Pod. Make sure to go follow PWP Nation on all those social media platforms as well at PWP Nation. Make sure to go buy our T-shirt. You know, go buy a T-shirt. You have tank tops, long sleeve shirts, women's shirts. You know, just go buy, just go buy it at ProWrestlingTees.com/slash/Offended-Podcast. Make sure to go listen to our podcast, Offended, which is on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Apple Podcasts, which is new every Friday. Make sure to go check that out. Make sure to go watch our weekly wrestling wrap-up if you're a wrestling fan or our Periscope show, which is new every week on Thursdays or Wednesdays, depending on what we have going on. You know, Maybe in hockey season it's going to be more Wednesdays and Thursdays, but normally we like to keep it on Thursdays. But it's normally at 6 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Make sure you tune into that if you're a wrestling fan and go follow our Spotify playlist if you like music at Offended Presents Songs of the Week. Go follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Trick1042. You can follow Stoutsy at J underscore Stout9 on Twitter, Jimmy James 9417 on Instagram. And you can follow Clodius on Twitter at DClodius on Twitter. For Stoutsy. Clodius, this has been Hockey Talks. I'm tricky. This has been Hockey Talks. <laughs> Presented by offended, presented by PvP Nation. Boys hockey is back. Put it in the top shelf. I think I'm gonna-